This episode is brought to you by Isotope, creators of innovative audio products that inspire and enable creativity. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Dark Web? This is Brandon. Dark Web. And this is Alex. <laughs> We're filmmakers. And I'm not drinking bourbon. Eh, I got water. I got coffee. The bourbon the bourbon uh, cab is empty. Again, still. Again, this is, we're. Go- I'm going to. I'm going to file a complaint yeah. with uh, you, actually. I'm going to file a complaint with you. I will remedy this next, right now. next time. Consider this my official complaint. Okay, I will <laughs> fix this. You better. So, I liked your little intro in the beginning. That's yeah, nice. When did yeah. you, you put in that drop? That was out in L.A. Nice. Yeah, I recorded that at a West Hollywood Sound Studio. <laughs> you should be a uh, professional voiceover. No. no. I could do like play school, kids yeah. toys. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was anyway. great catching up uh, last week. Yeah. You know, it was fun. But we got- Have you found a style icon yet? Well, you know what? <laughs> Our buddy Bart, uh, I misheard him at first. I thought he meant Dean Norris, who's the guy in Breaking Bad, the yeah. cop, bald cop. <laughs> he said Dean Kane. Yeah, you do look like Superman a little. Yeah. Well, yeah. I take that as a nice. compliment. Well, speaking Superman. of speaking of Superman, there I'm is, start wearing a cape, sorry. There is <laughs> quite the Superman that we've got we're going to have on the show today. We got a good guest. This guy's crazy, but like in a great way. Yeah, he's what he's attempting to do is bananas. Yeah. I so, can't wait. So we've got John Morena. We're going to call him up on the uh, the phone and this do guy it. is a an Instagram Filmmaker? I I would say micro micro filmmaker. He's a micro filmmaker. Micro shorts. All right. Well, I, let's let him explain. You dial him up. I'm gonna dial him up. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. It's the underwater version. Uh, Johnny, there. Hello. Hey. hey John. <laughs> Sometimes the connection gets a little sketchy. A little hairy. So, Run around London. That was, that was pretty magical. What's going on? Uh, not much, man. What's going on with you, man? You're you're crazy. You're making you're making. <laughs> well, you make. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, Jeff? I don't know. I don't know. But it's pretty crazy. That's what everybody's. That's what everybody's been telling me. What is your current project? No, uh, I am uh, making one um, experimental animation micro short every week for the whole year. What is that? Does that an make ex- me crazy? An experimental micro short? What does that even mean? So, um, basically, I'm making short films that are uh, 60 seconds or less, mm. and I release them on uh, my uh, uh, Instagram account. And um, <clears throat> they are non-conventional uh, animated shorts. Nice. Yeah, well, we've checked them out, man. There's some... Pretty crazy stuff on there. Really interesting. Abstract. And, uh, Area fifty two flicks. F L I X. That's the your handle, right? Yes, sir. And uh, how did you arrive at this concept? At what? Like, first off, let's just start with with who are you? What do you do before you went into this endeavor? Are you a filmmaker? Are you just uh, you some random guy? What what is going on? Well, I thought I was a filmmaker until I realized that uh, after. You know, 14 or 15 years of doing a lot of live-action production stuff and animation production stuff that uh, I didn't have any films of my own. Mm-hmm. So I decided to uh, catch up a little bit and uh, make a bunch of shorts all at once instead of investing a bunch of time into one uh, short film. 
which, as we all know, can take you know up to a year or more mm-hmm. to make if you do an animated film. Um, <clears throat> this was an idea that I had had a while ago when I was running a company, right, production company, and um, you know when you're running your own business, you're not only the executive, but you're everything else, including the janitor and, and all that stuff. So um, it wasn't really a lot of time to make a film every week. Um, so, you know, I had gone about the usual route of trying to uh, launch some kind of a, you know, more conventional short film off off the ground. Um, you know, finding that to be a little uh, arduous as well. So I just said to myself, well, what if these were something like weekly comic strip type of deal where, you know, not, not to say necessarily that they have to be funny, but, you know, that, that it's just something where I have something to say. And instead of doing it in like a cartoon form, they're in more of, uh, you know, a, a serious animated short form. So then I, then I had come up with the idea, well, what if it was one every week? Because if I'm experimenting, I mean, really, really the whole thing came off of, uh, it's a it's a it's a playoff of Area 51, mm-hmm. which I don't know if uh, listeners know. Area 51 is a piece of government-owned land out in uh, Nevada somewhere, I believe, where they it's a testing ground for experimental aircraft aircraft and weapons. That's and where the aliens are. Um, Absolutely, yeah. We know right, we know all about say. we know all about this because actually in Dayton. Ohio, we have Wright kind of Patterson. a the Wright Patterson. There's also some some theories as well that I that could or could not be true. That uh, there's some things that are happening up there as well that may may or may not be connected. to That's Area where the 51. aliens from Area 51 got yeah, sent. Exactly. It's right. Right. Hmm. Anyway, interesting. So this is where uh, in Dayton, Ohio. Right, Pat. Yeah, is, is that is that also like a area whatever area seventeen? Well, it's like it's yeah, it's definitely there's it's, a highly classified area in Dayton, Ohio, gotcha. at Wright Pat, okay. and it's uh, we think okay. Frank, our producer, who's from Dayton, Hang- actually has access. Hangar eighteen. Hangar eighteen. Yeah. Hangar eighteen. Yes, I have heard of Hangar eighteen. Yes. yes. Right. So that's cool. supposedly cool. where yeah, the bodies so, got sent. Go ahead. So yeah, essentially, <laughs> exactly. So uh, essentially, the same idea as that, except I'm not you know building. Uh, you know, five billion dollar planes and making five dollar shorts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then I just decided that uh, I was tired of telling everybody I'm a filmmaker and not having really any films under my belt. Mm. So uh, as I said, just try to catch up a little bit and maybe a little little bit further than catching up. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tackle fifty two films in one year. Wow. Well, this is really cool, man. I'm going back and I've looked at your first one, which was the String of Sound. You took yeah. and strung together human mouth noises and paired them with an animation of a single piece of string, which is really yeah. fun to watch, really interesting, really engaging. Um, and then right. as we move along, you know, uh, there, there seems to be, I feel like a lot of your work is, is uh, you know, there's a lot going on. I mean, there's some heavy, there's some political stuff, there's some humanitarian stuff, there's some other things that are kind of happening, or at least I'm reading into them, but... Um, you know, right. we go to we go to the second post, and you did this really cool bi Polaroid. So it's kind of a two two images going on at once. Uh, some time lapse stuff happening, which is really interesting. So w- what's inspired you, or how how have you gotten to this place with the content? Because there definitely seems to be a heavy theme with your content. Yeah, um, everything is mainly inspired through some kind of social criticism, um, whether it's the very big things like war and religion. 
Oh man, I think we just lost him. John, you there? So, so we're, we're going to try to get John Dow back in. But John was was basically saying that a lot of his inspiration comes from social commentary, political commentary, which it definitely comes. Through he mentioned in the war. He mentioned religion. I mean, if you go to uh, his third, his third post. Um, is called Frequency. The revolution will not be televised. He mm-hmm. says, uh, I made these eyeballs with eggs and a knitting needle. Whoa. Um, so pretty interesting stuff this guy's doing, uh, which is really cool. And, you know, I think, what do you think, Alex, about this format? I mean, he's he chose to do this specifically on Instagram and specifically in a 60-second realm, which normally we would attribute to advertisements. And he used to do advertisements, and he said, I'm going to hijack the format. Which I think is brilliant. I think he's using what he knows, which is the short form format, yeah. you know, the the small scale, short time frame format, but then also interjecting his political ideas, thoughts, asking questions. Yeah. I mean, you you can watch a film, one of his films, and it's take away something. Yeah, it spurs without, an interesting conversation. Yeah, but when once you read the paragraph, his inspiration, why he did it, it has a whole yeah. new meaning. It's brilliant actually yeah, it's really interesting and he's got supplementary content on the instagram feed as well storyboards little sketches that he puts in between each yeah. post um he's got one that he did like you see him it's kind of a behind the scenes where he's putting makeup on he's yeah. putting lipstick on and he does a whole thing with just john lipstick. is that you yes yes sorry right. I, I, area 51 is <laughs> 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 yeah, that, some interference yeah, hangar here. 18 over there no so, uh he was so talking we, about yeah, we got people, um, while we were waiting for you, we were kind of elaborating on what you were saying about how some of your content has been inspired by, you know, politics, religion, social commentary. We we, we were reading people, um, you know, talking about some of your posts. There was the one where you, you made some eyeballs out of eggs. Yes. So um, let's just elaborate a little bit more on the, the inspiration of the content. And, um, you know, is that something where you're you're hitting you're hitting home with a theme or is it evolving as you go? Uh, I would say it's a little bit of both. I mean, the overarching theme of all of this was always supposed to be some kind of social criticism without, I don't know, I guess it's like an animated blog of my ideas as far, or rather my worldview. And I'm finding that it's a pretty relatable worldview because all the films I make are sort of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying not to have too serious of a tone and I'm trying not to take it too seriously in general. Meaning, um, you know, again, I don't want to bang people over the head with, like, very serious presentations of these ideas, because that could, you know, after, after two films, you probably just, you know, <laughs> no, you've, 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 you've seen enough. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I would say that there is an overarching theme of social criticism. But uh, as I was saying before, it's, try, it's, it's, it's somewhat between the big things and the little things. So, you know, the big things could be war, religion, things like that, and then other little things, just like you were mentioning, uh, you know, the string of sound, where it's like, hey, there's, there's mouth noises that we make that are also a language yeah. that we all do, but are not necessarily words. So, you know, we, you know, we're a little more connected than we think is kind of the point of that. Film. No, it's, it's, it's really interesting. I feel like you you're kind of like the shepherd fairy of like micro animation films. Mm. Uh, you definitely have a really like you have a really interesting aesthetic that's consistent and it really I think helps to tell the greater story um, and it and it makes me want to keep watching because I know there's like there's something here threading it together versus just like random random posting. So I think um, right. super super cool concept, man. Thanks, man. I should make you my publicist. <laughs> there you go. He's got all the all the blurs. Well, you know. So what? Uh, 
I have a question about your your process. So these things they come out once a week, yeah. Yes. Do they take all week? Do you do these over a night? I mean, how do you first of all how do you generate the idea, and then what goes into actually making it happen? Right. Well, I have I have a list of notes that I just take as I'm watching the news, or I'm out in public, or I see somebody doing something ridiculous, and I'll you know write all the stuff down, or I'll you know some inspiration from a song, from movies. I mean, I try to cannibalize the world as much as I possibly can to come up with these ideas. Um, but trying to make them not obscure is probably the hardest part because they are experimental films, and you know I'm also trying new things as far as animation is concerned. Um, so, and I feel like there's kind of this preconceived notion as to what experimental films even are. You know, it's yeah. almost like this genre that isn't really a defined genre. But if you were to say what consists of an experimental film, you know, you might think like abstract visuals, weird noises, things like that. So it does fall into some kind of a category. And I think also at the same time, I'm trying to buck that, um, trend sure. or that that way of thinking as far as that goes um well i do i do think though i can see i can see though how you know like some traditional experimental films i i can see how your work could be easily displayed in in art museums and you know a gallery like the you know say the new museum in new york or you know something like that where you have different displays and uh units with with different things going on is that something you've ever thought about doing or you know looked into absolutely Absolutely. I'm definitely very conscious that these are not uh, the most digestible films in the world as far as a more traditional presentation. So like film festivals and stuff like mm-hmm. that, because it's kind of like, you know, how could you program a 37 second film into sure. your you know, program? So, uh, yes, definitely a gallery setting is more where I see that is kind of, I guess, more of the end game. Yeah. Here. Well, you know, um, that's how uh, Steve McQueen got his start. Oh really? Yeah, there's some really interesting interviews with Steve McQueen. You know, he did um, Twelve Years a Slave, but early on, he he shared some of his story where you know he knew that it was going to be hard to break into the industry as a as a black filmmaker, and so he kind of went the experimental route. He's got a lot of interesting experimental films that have played at like the the you know the different. Um, I'm not sure what museums he's been in, but they're they're again they're more of what you think about as an experimental um, you know film. Uh, like there's one right. where he's like naked in bed watching the Gulf War, mm-hmm. and the right. Gulf War on the TV is like reflecting back on him, and it's kind of this. But that's it. That's the whole film. You just kind of sit there watching him watch the Gulf War. Um, sure. Yeah. So, no, I, so I do I, think I, there. I knew. I know what you mean. That there is this sort of cliche of what experimental is, but I do think right. you alluded to. You are pushing that a little f- further. You know, as I watch these little things. You know, it's it's progressing. There's an anecdote. There's there's something that's moving the story f- further, and it's it's not just yeah, watching. It's not just watching weird stuff. It's it's actually there's a story. It's commentary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have to. I mean, like for me, at least at least there has to be. I need something to. There's got to be a backbone to build all of this stuff off of, or else you're just kind of just doing yeah. stuff. Well, that's what you all know, good art is based on. Just like throwing throwing visuals around and yeah. You know, again, there's a place for that, and that's really cool. You know, there's a lot of motion graphics installations that are, like, really awesome to look at. But um, beyond the surface, I mean, unless you're projecting your own ideas on onto it, um, it's not really saying anything, yeah. you know? So that's that's kind of my MO. I'm really trying to say something, and if people agree, they agree. If they don't, they don't. I would prefer if they disagreed this way a conversation can happen. Cool. So... Uh, 
real quick, just to to give people some context, where are you doing this from? Where are you located in the world? And you know, give us a little context from that standpoint. I'm a native New Yorker. I grew up in the Bronx. I live in Brooklyn now, and uh, I work out of my back room in my apartment. Nice, that awesome. little studio set up back here, and um, yeah, I bought a crappy little camera and tripod, and you know, I try to shoot as much stuff as I possibly can back here. But you know. I just have an old Power Mac uh, set up, and sometimes if I need to do stuff quick, I just go right into After Effects and do some CGI stuff. But, you know, um, the whole, the the quintessential Area 52 film for me is uh, an, an unconventional animation technique. So, like you mentioned before, with making the eyeballs out of, out of eggs, you know, instead of diving into a 3D program and, and making it in there... I decided to do it for the the cost of and the time mm. of just buying a carton of eggs, hard boiling them, and getting that fleshy white you know thing out of it. <laughs> shooting some stop motion and just let's see what happens if I can make a film out of yeah. it. Yeah, nice. so that's 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 sort of the method of of thinking. Like, also, how can I how can I make a film for the cost of a of a film festival submission? Yeah. So anywhere from thirty five to fifty bucks is pretty wow, much that- budgets on. That's a really interesting oh, wow. concept. I like that. If for those of you listening, if you heard that, he he said, "How can I make a film for the cost of a film festival submission?" So thirty to fifty right. bucks. That's that's really innovative challenge. And so so you're you're twenty three in. You're halfway there uh, in the year. Almost. Yeah. H- how's it? Almost. How are you feeling? Are you you think you can keep this up? Are you exhausted? Uh, I'm definitely exhausted, and I'm and I'm on a little break right now. But uh, I will finish 52 by the end of the year. I mean, I'm just having so much fun doing them, and people seem to really like them and respond. And I'm learning so much about myself as an artist and as a social critic and how I can mesh those two uh, together into my own voice. Nice. Are these? uh, Do you have multiple projects going on at one time, and you just release them as they're finished? Are these things that you have the idea and you just do that one project until it's done? That's a good question. At at first, I had had I had wanted to have some you know uh, some bullets in the clip, so to speak. So you know, going into it, I had maybe about five or six done before I started releasing them. Um, But you know, life happens. You got to make money, and I ended up running out of you know backup ones. So I've been flying by the seat of my pants probably for the last (laughs) thirteen weeks or twelve weeks or so. And I'm pretty much just coming up with an idea on Wednesday, Thursday, and then doing it Friday, Saturday, and either releasing it Friday night or, or uh, sorry, uh, Saturday night or, or uh, Sunday night. Wow, man! So, what's I guess what's the most you've spent most time you've spent on one of these projects at one time? Two days? Uh, there's there's one that I spent um, I'd say about seven days straight on or eight days straight. Um, by Polaroid, which you mentioned before, it took a little time because you know, I was shooting a lot of the stuff, and some of it had to, you know, be shot from inside an airplane, and I knew I was going away, so I had to wait for that. Then there's, you know, subway schedules that I have to contend with because I'm shooting stuff on trains too. Mm. So uh, plus, you know, I was waiting for a super moon to happen, so then you know I shot oh, a time lapse of a moon. So that was kind of more of a, you know, live action film approach, which I probably won't do that again because I can't spend, you know over the course of 30 days making one film while I'm doing other yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah. 
Wow. This is this is fascinating. You've got me intrigued, man. I, we're, we're definitely going to do our part to share this story and get it out there. And I think Thanks, it's man. really, really interesting to, to follow. Totally. Um, and I know Alex uh, and I, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're where you're pushing things, but if you if you if you need any uh, source material from the Midwest here. Uh, we'd love mm-hmm. to to help you out. So if there's something he, something nearby here that you know looks interesting to you, uh, the any sort of uh, urban ruins or anything that you know might fit the bill, um, make sure you let us know, man. We'd uh, we'd love to help you uh, get to 52. Thanks so much. That makes that that's that's great. Thank you. <laughs> now I, I do have a side question. If you're in Brooklyn, I I, I ask everybody this because I'm obsessed. Uh, please right. tell me you've been to Peter Pan Donuts. I have not been to Peter Pan Donuts. Oh, my gosh, my friend. Where is it? Do yourself a favor. Greenpoint. uh, Greenpoint (laughs) uh, in uh, Williamsburg. Uh, It's like right on the main drag. You got to go. You got to go to Peter Pan Donuts. It's, okay. It's yeah, been there since. It it's been I there. Since, I don't really spend too much time in Williamsburg. But yeah. I'll, but I'll uh, definitely check it out. It's been there since like the '40s, and in my opinion, okay, it's the greatest donut on the planet. Mm. Great. Yeah, well, I guess I'll have to take your word for it. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and and uh, hopefully you'll find some inspiration there that might might make it into a film. That could. It's it's cool. a it's a cool place, Good man. Play it's, part. it's worth going. Cool. That's funny. So so I I have a question just on techniques. How do you, are, are these things that you're kind of uh, coming up with? I would say coming up with, but discovering as you do it, or have you always? I mean, you had a background in animation, stop motion design, all that. But are, are there certain techniques that you hadn't knew nothing about when you started making these films? Um, well, I hadn't really done much stop motion in my life, okay. So I definitely wanted to tackle more of that. But I also wanted to see: is there anything that we've never done yet? You know, I mean, I'm sure that everything's been done, but what's a different presentation than what we're used to? Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of this also stemmed from, and this is just me in particular as a filmmaker, is that I I try not to make films <clears throat> where you just sit down and, you know, you, you like model a character and then it's shot of character talking, then cut to next character mm. reacting and talking, then cut to that other character talking so how do i tell a story the way that we're not really used to seeing these Mm. uh stories being told but still trying to communicate something um so i mean as far as technique is concerned i don't know how much the technique has to do with with that in particular but the technique is really born from or at least i try to have it be born from the concept so going back to the string of sound where I'm stringing audio sounds together, mm-hmm. it makes sense to me to make it with a string or, or you know, to do some stop motion or shoot an actual string and do all the animation or rather tell the story with mm. that string. Um, <clears throat> you know, by, by Polaroid was done all with Polaroids and not just, you know, a split screen movie. It's done with two Polaroids always side by side. So it's this kind of thinking that's like, well, how do we take this thing that was so this language that was so used to as far as cinematic language yeah. and you know bucking it to a certain extent or adding another layer or giving it a just giving it a different presentation is it safe to say that some of these things are, are kind of born and, and molded out of limitation are you you know imposing Definitely. your own limitations on each film and saying you know i'm going to work inside absolutely. this box absolutely i mean anytime anything gets too easy i'm like this is too easy so how do I limit myself? 
Um, you know, even even just generally speaking for all these things, like I try not to show human beings, even though I've started to dive into like human like mm-hmm. uh, figures in my films. But you know, if I'm going to show a person, I always throw like a gorilla mask on it or some kind of a yeah. ape mask on it because that's also part of the comment here. But um, yeah, no, I think. Uh, a lot of it has to do with limitation, uh, you know, especially especially with with budget. You know, I mean, I just can't and and time. You know, I just I just can't spend more than three days mm-hmm. tops working on one of these things, and I definitely can't afford more than you know thirty to fifty bucks per per film. So that's mm-hmm. a, that's inherently part of the limitations. Cool. Yeah, I've noticed in the in the feed there's some looks like some storyboards. Um, is that do you yeah. board all these out? I mean, the the boards in their own right are really interesting. Um, so, uh, I think it's pretty cool that you're you're kind of showing behind the scenes. If you follow the feed again, if you follow Area Fifty Two Flicks F-L-I-X. on uh, FLIX on Instagram, you're not only going to get the films, but you're going to get the behind the scenes content of the storyboards or the inspirations or the thoughts. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. So uh, each film comes with. One post that kind of kicks it off where it's like a behind the scenes sort of thing, just like you said, storyboards, or I'm shooting this today, or it's, you know, some kind of reference material that hints at what the concept of the film is. Uh, the second post I put up for the film is uh, a finished piece of art that's like an announcement that says film number whatever, and it's coming out at this time, um, this, this, this day and this time. Mm. And then the third post is the actual film. Nice. Yeah. So each each post, uh, I I guess I'm curating it in in that way without going back and editing it. Yeah. So I I just heard something really interesting, something that we all know that sound of very well, and that was a cork coming out of a bottle. So I have to ask, yes, John, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Bullet. Ah, nice. Okay. Yeah, that's. You, are you a big bourbon guy? Uh, I think I'm more of a whiskey guy, but I okay. mean, maybe you could educate me on the difference because this is both <laughs> bourbon frontier whiskey. Yeah, yes. and I know that some of them are billed build as bourbon, and some of them are billed as whiskey. Yeah, but I've also heard there's not really much of a difference. Mm. But I mean, I guess you could educate me on more yeah. the specs of it. The, F- fill them in. Brandon. The difference <laughs> is almost close to your 52. It would actually be 51 percent right. corn mash. As I long see. as there's 51 percent corn. Uh-huh. It can well new, several several things. Yeah. It has to be it has to be made in America. A lot of people uh-huh. a lot of people say it has to be made in Kentucky. If you're from Kentucky, you say it has to be made from Kentucky with limestone water. Of that's course. a that's yeah. a lie. Well, it's like you know, like New York. If you can have pizza, yeah. it's got to be made here. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's a lie. Uh, it just has to be made in the United States. It has to be fifty one percent corn in the mash bill. It has to be stored in a single oak barrel. New charred white oak. New charred yeah. white oak barrel. And if you do that, you can technically call it bourbon. Yeah. Okay. So your bourbons are typically a little sweeter than your uh, your rye or your other whiskeys. And right. um, so that's that's mainly it. It's it's everything and then else. And what if it's, everything what else if it's is marketing. Uh, 51% corn mash, but not in a white cedar then it would whiskey be, it, yeah. it's a whiskey you could call it an american whiskey yeah. or something so but yeah all bourbons are whiskeys not all whiskeys are bourbons true gotcha yeah. okay i cool. think technically Great. jim beam is a bourbon but they add a charcoal mm-hmm. filter step and they don't they try to differentiate themselves jim beam is it a was bourbon. on the bourbon yeah, shelf but they yeah. call themselves a whiskey a certain sure. whiskey so, whatever yeah, yeah. but uh 
All all whiskey's good. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this. Yeah. When um when you you know when you think of this project and maybe you don't maybe you don't realize it right now or or maybe you do maybe you this there's like a grand vision the 52 you already have the story that you're telling um how do you, i mean is that a is this this thing that you're creating is it is it evolving in the sense of like what you set out to do or is there a master plan much bigger than than any of us would know that you're like driven like you have to do this because of this master plan that's like in your soul um i guess a little bit of both it's not really like a master plan as far as you know like just speaking from like the business end you know making these and maybe i'll show up somewhere or maybe the new york times will buy my stuff and i'll be making monthly films for them or something like that i'm even thinking as far as that goes i just think that this is an ever-evolving conversation between the viewer and within myself for things that arise socially that I can discuss or say my point of view without having to sit down and have a political discussion with somebody about religion mm-hmm. or any other topic that has to do with, uh, you know, social politics. Mm. Right on, man. Mm. I dig it. Dude, I really dig it. I Thanks. think, I mean... You know, since everything is kind of tied together through that human experience thread, you could almost like string it all together and have a, you know, what's considered a feature length experimental film that all has yeah. the same exactly. general exactly. Just human like, theme. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you know, I would need to get into Annecy or something like that. So maybe you know somebody. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we're, um, we're definitely super intrigued and you've caught our attention. Um, and so let's definitely keep in touch, and uh, we want to watch where this goes over the next uh, six months, and we'll help get the word out. And uh, yeah, just just keep doing your thing, man. Even even if you're tired or you get discouraged, I think there's something much bigger at play here. So uh, yeah. just know that I think you've touched at least a, two of us, but I think there's something much bigger happening here. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much, guys. Much appreciated. It was great being on. Awesome. Absolutely. All right, man. We'll talk later. Cheers. Thanks, John. All right, y'all. Cheers. Wow. Awesome. awesome. Dude, this is the coolest thing I've seen in a while. I think it's the deepest thing we've ever oh, covered. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, he's he's tapping into something. When Frank first brought this to us and he said Instagram filmmaker, I kind of was like, I kind of fluffed it off. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what kind of B operation are we running, Frank? Not even close. Dude, yeah. Frank only brings the A players. Right? He brings the A players. Yeah. This guy... And if you I look, feel like we just talked to Andy Warhol. This guy is well, he's the Andy Warhol of our time that no one even knows about. Dude, just he's only got 299 followers or 300 followers right now on Instagram. Yeah. I think very shortly this, this guy's blow yeah, this up. guy's New York Times. I mean, yeah, forget the Times. This guy's going to be on like the New Yorker. It should be an art this installation. This is super it interesting really stuff. You could put his little Instagram captions oh, with yeah. the piece in a, a shadow box oh, on a yeah. wall. On an iPad and have people, t- you know, standing there going, "What? What am I watching?" Yeah, this is this is five different things from this it. is breakthrough stuff. I think. Yeah, really interesting stuff. Um, and he has such a nice. There's such a nice. The feed just really goes well together. It really tells. He knows a story. how to tell a story. Yeah, he's a filmmaker, and that's the good thing about wow. filmmaking is you think about traditional films. Yeah, this is also filmmaking. Yeah, I'm gonna be glued. You know? I'm gonna be glued to this account. I mean, this is really intriguing. I mean, yeah. Really, really pushing it a little bit and um, inspiring, really inspiring for those of us creatives who, you know, it's it's moments like this, right, where 
you feel like you're you're doing something, you feel like you're chasing your goal, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden this guy comes along and you're like, Holy crap. He's this guy's yeah. genius. Found a new way. You know? And it's 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 not that it's a competition, but it's like it's inspiring to see this yeah. type of work. Yeah. I just love that he had he, he had these questions or statements and he had to make them. You know. Like yeah. talking about a master plan or something deep inside. He just had to tell yeah. these stories. Well, and he's such a, he's such a, just seems like a nice, humble guy who. And he likes bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah, again, John, awesome. John Morena, Area 52 Flicks, yeah. F-L-I-X on Instagram. Follow him. Check it out. Uh, spread the word. Let's help him, you know, get the exposure that I think he deserves. This is really, really yeah. interesting stuff that we get to be a part of. So He's still got 29 more shorts to go. <laughs> yeah, so. man. Ah, that's what I forgot to ask. We forgot to ask uh, if he missed a month or missed a week. But uh, I think he has. Yeah, he said he's taking a break. Yeah, this week he, he posted a black screen because uh, he said instead of posting something subpar, yeah. he's taking a break. He just needs a breather. Which is good. I also so, read on, uh, went to his website. He said he's going to revisit some of these films after the whole 52 are done to put some finer touches on them uh, as he you know seeks out a new venue <laughs> once it's all done. So Interesting. He's thinking ahead, which I like. Wow. Good this dude. is crazy. We we get some really interesting characters and stories on this show, you know? Way more interesting than we are. <laughs> yeah. What well, speaking of, he's on uh episode or he's on his film twenty three. Are I think we're on is this episode ninety five? Ninety five. Is that right? Frank? I believe so. Yeah. We are five away from one hundred episodes. Yeah, it's not really a big deal. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. It's a massive deal. 100 episodes. Are, are yeah. we? Do we decide? Are we doing anything for this? We are. Is that what we just talked about today? Yeah, but we can't. Is that uh, what we're doing for this? We're not. We're, uh, we can't let's, publicize let's not, it. No, let's not say too many details. We we got to finalize some things for you. <laughs> Instead of putting out something subpar, sure. Brandon, let's <laughs> yeah. uh, take okay. a little time here. Either way, right? we, we are planning. Hopefully, Put a black a, screen on this one. <laughs> we are hopefully planning a special uh, episode for 100. Yeah. Um, and again, thanks so much for the, the listeners. You guys have been great, uh, always tuning in. Um, what are we up to review wise? How uh, many do we have? I have no clue. We've got, Frank's, I mean, we're, we're closing in up. on, we got 87. 87. We wanted to get a hundred <sighs> reviews by 13. our hundredth show. We got 13 more and we've got five episodes left. So to, to you guys who listen to us on the weekly, who are on the Slack community, the guys who are ride and die homies. Ride and die. Ride or die. Ride or die, homies. Ride and die. Yeah. I mean, that's a so sons of anarchy. We, we would like to ask you guys to help us. We need how many? 13. 13 reviews to get to 100 by the 100th episode. How many weeks do we got for that? Five. Five weeks. Five-ish weeks. Seven. 13 four, reviews. Two What's weeks. the math on that? How many a week? Know. Like enough. Five divided by 13? Or 13 divided by five? Two? We need two three. reviews. Just make it an even three. Three, three reviews. Round up a week. So share, con- you know, connect with your people. You guys are all filmmakers. That means you know other filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Share the show. Get people connected. Get them on there to, to review. We'd really appreciate that. We think we can hit our goal. I b- I have faith. I'm a believer. I, I'm a skeptic, but I'm a believer in this initiative. You're a believer. Yeah. You and Justin so, Bieber. If you if you like the content that we're bringing you, cool things like Area Fifty Two flicks. Yeah, tell somebody else about it and and get them to like this. We want to keep doing this show. We really enjoy it. Uh, but man, we just need help to get it out there and and uh, 
get us that five star. We just want to be a five star podcast. Is that we are a five star podcast? In our heart, we're a five star podcast. Our collective heart. So, yeah. Uh, what else? Is there anything else that's going on? Uh, what have you been working on? Speaking of guys that have been working on cool projects like yeah. John Moran, what have you been doing? I don't know that I've ever done anything as cool as him. That's amazing. It's impactful. Yeah, it's great. I'm just inspired right now. Um, you impact individuals on a person by person basis. True, true story. Um, I don't know, man. We're, we're we got a couple things not really worth talking about right now. Um, but irons ha- in the fire. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. That's we're cute. doing a lot of work with our home uh, mother agency, Leap. Yeah, Leap Agency. I think we're going to get them on the show. I'm not sure what Leap. episode that's we happening. Should. Right? We should. In the coming weeks, we're going to have um, Alan. Jaleo, who's the uh, the senior creative officer, I don't know. He owns yeah. Leap Agency along Top with dog. Haley Goody. She uh, she focuses on um, a lot of the marketing stuff for the agency, mm. and we're gonna just get, we're gonna talk agency. We're gonna talk uh, probably the next episode. We're yeah. gonna talk agency life. We're gonna talk what it's like. What do agencies look for when it comes to filmmakers? Cool. What it's like to create content for an agency. So that's it's, something it's, I don't even really know. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. It should be a great episode. I can't wait for that. So that's pretty cool. So last episode, you guys talked about uh, at, at LeapFrame, you guys are doing a bunch of animation and a mm-hmm. lot of motion. You know, is similar to John? Is it less abstract? Are you guys doing 2D, 3D? Well, yeah. We're, we do a lot of 2D. Commercial. We do a lot of 2D animation. And 2D, ours, okay. is, ours is specifically commercial. We're, we're selling a product or an idea or a concept or You should do your next things. one with just string. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we are the guys are they do have a cool project that they're um, they're working on. I don't. I, it's not really underway yet, but it deals with um, bringing exposure to the fact that most of the monarch butterflies are dying off. That's sad. And we want to help people. Is under- that related to the bee thing? Mm, no, maybe I don't know. But we want to help people understand that they can help by planting milkweed to so, draw them in. Yeah, this is a passion of Ryan, our senior animator. He's what I like to call one with the earth. Mm. He's one with Mother Earth, and uh, flower it's a, child. It's a yeah, it's a passion project that him and cool. um, Kyle are messing with. But it should be pretty cool. They're gonna make this little butterfly film. But that's not tied to any brand or anything. No, it's just our. You know, that's one of the things. You know, when you, we we have to have creative outlets. Yeah. And just like you know, I did with Kill Game, the short film that has never been seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these guys are wanting to do something cool with animation and butterflies. Sweet. So. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day when uh, short abstract films like these Area 52 are actually tied to brands. I think there will come a day when oh, that will be a viable. Absolutely. You know, it, it may be kind of a bastardization of the art form. Yeah, I like, think. And it's, selling it for profit kind of a deal. But I mean, that's, but if you can make a social. Look at, look at Shepard Ferry. <laughs> but if you can make a social comment, yeah. but then also, you know. I mean, Obey is a brand, right? Yeah. So. You can also pay your bills. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't think he's he's far off. I yeah. think there's several brands that could connect to him right now. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Coming in more open society. So, hmm. know, what about you? Anything since last last show? Watching. Been wa- I watched half of Beauty and the Beast. Is that the new the new one? <laughs> yeah, the live action one. I don't know. With, what do you uh, think? I... Hermione Granger or what, what's her name? Uh, the actress that Emma Watson. Emma Watson. She's a cutie. She's good. She was good in it. Um. It was a good film. Beautiful I, film. I want to go ahead and make a statement. Gorgeous. Yeah. I'm going to proclaim a statement. I am not for robes 
superheroes. No, I, I'm adding something new. I'm adding something new to this. God, to your negative basket. I am right. okay. So I am anti superhero movie. I am anti robes. Yeah, and I am anti remaking animated movies into live action movies. Talk about. I hate it. Really? Come on! Don't mess. Like, is somebody going to rewrite Beethoven's Fifth? As an electronic, no, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't rewrite totally. it. You don't totally. touch it. You let you let it be. Jungle Book was a masterpiece, and you ruined it. Yeah, you ruined it. Didn't really like the new one. Horrible. What are some other ones you didn't? like? All of them. They're yeah. all horrible. There and, and they're going like? to keep doing it. They're going to keep bastardizing this whole thing. They're going to. They got some. What's the new one they're going to do? They got. A, they're going to do a live action version of. Uh, what I don't know. Dumbo. Who knows what they're doing? Dumbo. Yeah. They're doing Dumbo. Stupid, I hate it. You remember Dumbo Drop? No. Is that that movie where they threw an elephant out of an airplane with yeah. a parachute? Yeah. Terrible movie. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the superhero movie controversy. Yeah. You're a believer now, aren't you? No, I'm not a believer. But what did you did you go see? I'm surprised you haven't talked about Wonder Woman. Did you go see it? Can can we? Well, how do I do? How do I make you happy? How do I, how do I wipe that frown off your face? Man, negative. Ah, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Kristen uh, saw it. My wife saw it. Did she like it? Ah, uh, yeah, she loved it. Everybody seems to love yeah, it. Everybody I, loves it. I'm gonna go see it. And you're gonna hate it. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know that I'm gonna hate it, but I'm gonna be. Look, to me, I what I like about it is that it's something new. It's we a now hero. Got a, we've got a yeah. female lead. Good role model for I'm a girls. big fan of uh, positivity with females. I've got a, f- a 14-year-old daughter. I want her to view the world in a, in a way that's fair and balanced and all She's that stuff. She's your Wonder Woman. Yeah, She is. She's awesome. So I'll probably take her to go see it. Mm. Probably my little guy as well. He likes the ladies, so I'm sure he'll love <laughs> he Wonder Woman's man. outfit. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to give it a fair chance, a fair shot, because the critics are like, oh, it's amazing. It's getting all these great reviews. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a fair shot. Okay. And we'll see. We'll see what I think. But I, you know, everything in me is saying don't do this. Mm. But I'm going to try to I'm going to try to come to it as with an open mind. Who knows? This could be a transformational moment where I come back and this whole superhero thing gets blown up and I am a converted believer. Not going to happen. It I'm trying to keep an open mind. Not going to happen. So your fair shake with superhero movies like, "Hey, want a box? Oh, by the way, tie your hand behind your back." <laughs> <laughs> Fair shake. So we'll see. Anyway, well, yeah. I'm gonna go see it, and I'm probably gonna like it. Maybe we should go together. We can. Me and you and Wonder Woman. There you go. Seems like a good night. Does. Yeah. <laughs> Add some bourbon, maybe. <laughs> um, what else, dude? Spoke about House of Cards. I'm. We're really obsessed with that right now. So waiting for that uh, to you know finish up that waiting for Game of Thrones. You know what I like about huh. the the last two seasons of House Cards? What? Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Yeah. You like her? I mean, Party of Five. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, you're a fan. Party of Five. All the kids from Party of Five have done really well. Really? I think Bailey, the the little brother, he's he's done. He's in a new movie. Huh. Charlie was in. Uh, was in that TV show everybody watched? Oh, the, big the one that you watched guy. like two or three times? What? The big the big TV show that everybody was like, oh, you got to watch this. And then, Breaking Bad? Nah, the big one before that. Guys, help me out. Seinfeld? No, the one everybody watched. Lost. Fa- family Lost. Guy. Lost. Oh. Charlie? 
Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, he's from Party of Five. Yeah, he's good. He's great. There's a lot of people from Party of Five. The like Irish guy. Irish? Is he Irish? No. no. Yeah, he's Irish. Anyway, he's Irish. So I don't know how I got on a Party of Five tangent. But I don't know. That was a great show. You do go off on tangents. It was a great show. Anyway, um, what are you excited about, man? Party of Five. <laughs> it's well. Here's the. It's summertime. Yeah. Are, are anything that you and your family are doing like that's different than what you were doing um, earlier in the year? What I mean, what? How does your life change as the sun comes out, dude? We that's are, a really random oh, question. Dude, we're we are. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm excited about. I'm excited about pool memberships. We joined the coolest little pool. It's called Cherry Hill. We lovingly referred to it as the Hill. There are lots of cherries, and it's a old school 1970s community swim club. So it's literally, it literally looks like the swimming pool from the Sandlot. What? Literally. I mean, the lifeguards they wear red one piece bathing suits. Like, awesome. And and there's like a fence. Yeah. It's like it's just like the movie. And I and swear, the kids to, are sitting I swear there to you, the... my son, who's yeah. eight years old, is a carbon copy of Squints. <laughs> and minus the glasses, and he, I know right now, he is plotting his moment to fake a drowning to get some lip action. <laughs> like he, I can tell, because there's like, there's a couple cute, you know, lifeguards and he's like, you know, dad, you know, she's really cute. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm like, do not pull squints. Like, I don't want you to drown. He's going to do it. I feel like he's going to do he's it. He's going to do it. And he's going to look over at me and wink and I'm going to be like, that's my boy. He's like, got my first kiss, dad. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but it's really fun. We've been going to the pool a lot. Um, nice. You know, in the evenings, every weekend, it's just a pool crazy. Cool. I've been working on my cannonballs, my can openers. Yeah? Yeah. You big uh big board guy? I mean I I've got a couple moves. I got a toe touch. Ooh. I got a dab. A dab? <laughs> a dab. The dad dab. The dad dab. I've uh, got a cannonball, can opener. That's it. I got four things. Wow. Four moves. Huh. Apart, in my heart I want to do a, f- a front flip. Don't and then I, I, I know for sure I'm going to break my neck or my back. Yeah, don't do We need you on the show. Yeah. Don't do that. So. Crazy, dude. Crazy. What about you? Um, I don't know. Yeah, the only thing that's good about this kind of stuff for me is, is walks. I can go on walks outside. And I can take my film camera, which is fun. Because I just started shooting film and posting some stuff to my Instagram account. Yeah. So I took a bunch of photos in Portugal. Yeah, uh, dude, those looked amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm really getting using into that. real film, using real film with a light meter. And I want to shoot something light meter, right? I bring my light meter, but I want to shoot like a a motion project on film, and that's becoming more of a possibility. Yeah. Kodak's putting up uh, a few more labs right across on. our great nation, uh, so the cost might come down a little bit. It might become a little less rare. So maybe one of these music videos, upcoming music videos, I'll I'll try to push to shoot on film. Yeah, man, that sounds See if cool. I can do it, yeah. Because these photos yeah. came out good enough that I think I had, it'll, it'll work. I had a, some film on my dad's old Super 8. Yeah. I we roll, were talking I, about doing something. I rolled on it. Didn't get as good of a result as you did. You rolled <laughs> on it? Is that some street yeah. lingo? Like, a, I rolled on I it. I rolled tape, man. Oh. I rolled tape. Okay. Uh, clearly was out of my league. It, did it not? Did uh, it turn out? No. Overexposed? Underexposed? I, just not. It wasn't great. Improperly? Well, I probably, you know, didn't. Didn't do something right, huh? Usually, so. when it turns out bad, that it means that you didn't do something right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a light meter. I wasn't. I wasn't being. Uh, I just started pushing the button, and 
That's all that happened. Did it come out just black? No. Like, no. I mean, there was stuff, but it's not, it's all, it's all out of focus. It's not, uh, it's not great. There's a lot that goes into it. Oh, dude, I got, uh, I'm getting new glasses. Why? Because clearly I'm, my right eye is out of focus, hence all my film footage was out of focus. <laughs> my, uh, yeah, I've noticed some, a couple of, Your prescription it's been a while. shifted? My prescription shifted and my right uh, eye is all, needs to be adjusted. So I've wondered why everything in my, when I look in through a viewfinder, it's a, just maybe a little off. You should just start and now I me know. More. Yeah, just hire me more. Yeah. It's fine. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm updating the old glasses. Dude, can you imagine? Carbon what? fiber, by the way. Sweet. Lightweight. Can you imagine when uh, we're all like half machine? We've got like bionic eyes yeah, and they can sure. just go in and yeah. tune it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of machines and eyes, huh. I posted on my Instagram a picture of my eyeball. Why? Because I got to take, I got to use this new tool at the eye, eye doctor where they did this like crazy image through my eye. So it's like a, it's a, it's the back of my eyeball. What? Yeah, everybody can see it. Go to at B Ferris on Instagram to look at the back of my eyeball. It Ew. looks pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought I had glaucoma, so I got those yeah. images all the time. It's pretty cool, but it kind of looks like the universe. Right? Yeah. Both the smallest and largest compilations of atoms. That's right, man. <laughs> look identical. Yes. We are it's one good. with the universe, Brandon. Yeah, I am. We're all made of stardust. Speaking of uh, new things, I've been reading a lot lately. Have you and have you checked out the new uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson book uh-uh. called uh, um, uh, basically it's like the understanding it's like physics for the person uh, on the go, and it's like he like tried to explain the world and the cosmos to like a third grader, and it's it's pretty fun. It's a good read. Sweet. Yeah. So I've been reading that. I've been reading about the birth of Bossa Nova. <laughs> That's your new thing, though, dude. I'm, I'm obsessed with Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova. Yeah, man. What does that term mean? Bossa, bossa, I believe means like supernova. No, it's like it's like it's like it means like the new thing, like bossa nova. It's like it's like the cool new thing, the hip thing. That mm. you know, that's what it means. It all started in a basement uh, in uh, Rio. Some kids started like a little record club because they were tired of like just the samba on the streets, and they needed something a little more mellow. And everybody was real hip to like the crooners, like Frank, mm. yeah, Frank. Yeah. Uh, Underwood. Sinatra and stuff. No, oh, sorry. And so they start this little record club, and all of a sudden, boom, people start playing music, and so they merge, like, the samba beats with these crooners, and boom, Bossa Nova was born. A crooner. That sounds like a delicious pastry that you would buy at a shop. A yeah. Croon- can, I get a, can I get one crooner, yeah. please? Yeah, get a crooner. Can I get a chocolate crooner? So. Cream-filled crooner? God. <laughs> that just sounds gross. <laughs> what? A cream-filled crooner? <laughs> I don't know. Unbelievable. It's pastry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. What do you so, want, yeah. strawberry crooner? I mean, come on. I don't know, man. Bossa Nova, that's all I got. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, you're leaving. Gonna do I'm your leaving thing. You're, you're going to do your musical thing. I'm going to do my superhero thing. We each got our thing. Yeah, I will report back on on the uh, Superwoman. Superwoman. Yep. That's what the movie's <laughs> called, Superwoman. Yep. Everybody will, heard that. I will let you Brandon's know. Brandon's going to go see Superwoman. I'll let you know what, what I think. Cool. Let so, me know how Superwoman is. I will. I'll go say I'll I'll go watch Wonder Man and tell you how that is. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, it's been good catching up, man. It's been yeah, good it's... hanging out uh, as always. Oh, people! people. Oh yeah, hey got... people! Whoa. People! Whoa. People! Uh, Whoa! There's a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got that right. Uh, if you want to win the Isotope uh, RX6 standard software download giveaway valued at four hundred dollars, what do you got to do? 
Well, for one, you need to follow FDB Podcast on the Instagrams, social medias, Twitters, and Facebooks. That's us, right? At FDB Podcast. I think that's us. You also need to follow at Isotope INC. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E-I-N-C. Tweet at both of us. Include the hashtag FDB giveaway, and you will be entered to win. You can also get more entries by sharing every episode previous to this from 92. 92, 93, 94 with the same hashtag. Sure. You get multiple entries on every social platform. Absolutely. So you can enter like, what, six times? Something like that? Yeah. I mean, this is- pretty darn good. It's basically like getting $400. Pretty darn good. And we got all sorts of testimonials. Like our boy Bart, who says is a really good suite of software to help- Make your stuff sound good. Yeah, I mean, as far as plugins go, this thing takes out all the pops and plosives and and hips and and all that stuff. The the crackle. Speaking of plugins, here's what the plugin does. Isotope. Do me a favor. (laughs) As as uh, just let's give people a sample. So just give me a line of dialogue. I'll play the role of the crackle. Okay. And then we will play it back with the Isotope plugin. Okay. So here here we go. go. Hey, what's up, guys? My name's Alex, and you're listening to FTB Podcast. Insert plugin. Hey, what's up, guys? My name's Alex, and you're listening to FDB Podcast. Unbelievable. Do Whoa. You, do you hear yeah. how that works? And it does it real time like that? Real time. Wow. Disclaimer. I don't know if it does it real time or not. I don't want to make a, a product brand statement. I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it works really fast. But that's, Another disclaimer that was not an actual that's sample. kind of <laughs> what... It, that was not an actual sample. <laughs> that was kind of... we On the side, we do... Uh, product demonstrations for audio plugins. Yeah, yeah. We can tell you what it might sound like. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't even know. It's not real. It's not real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We lied. It's been a lot of fun. Episode 95. Yeah. Five to go to 100. Make sure you guys go and check out John Morena, Area 52 Flicks. I'm telling you right now, you will not be let down. Really, really cool account on Instagram. According to one source, he's the shepherd fairy of Instagram. <laughs> yeah, according to one source, he is the shepherd fairy of Instagram short films. Really cool stuff. Super excited. Thanks, Frank, for making that happen. Yeah. Uh, as always, you guys are the best film and bourbon podcast community that I know. We love you guys. Maybe the only. Be well. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.